percent righteousness. Yo, Angelo Yee, I love you. Fifty percent ratchetness. I don't ratchet to sit down. This is becoming the most prominent form for hip-hop. Wake your ass up. Yeah, it's early in the morning, but they tell me it was y'all. I say, oh, hell yeah, I'm getting up. The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Your people's choice. Angela Yee. I'm a sweetheart, but I'll cut you. Charlamagne the God. Prince of Prince of People. Lord. I can't believe you guys are the best, kid. Collectively known as Breakfast Club, bitches. Good morning, Angela Yee. Hey, good morning, DJ Envy. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Thursday. Yes, it's Thursday. One more day until the weekend, or maybe it is the weekend, depending how you look at it. Some people got one more day. Some people start the weekend on Thursdays. Nah, we got one more day. I'm still out in Detroit. Shout out to uh, everybody out in Detroit. I had an amazing time. I had to do a Remy Martin event out here. Mm-hmm. But not only that, um, you know that Angela and I own properties out here. We were able to scoop up some real estate for like really, really real cheap. We and call uh, real cheap a dollar? Wasn't they selling stuff for a dollar out there? At one no, point? not a dollar. It was starting at $500 at first from the land bank. Then it started. starts at $1,000 and it's an auction. So if some, nobody... Bids on it, you could get it for a thousand dollars, but sometimes the bids go up really high. Yeah, so Angelie, I think picked up a property for a thousand. You picked up a, one for a thousand, right? Yes, that one I actually just finished rehabbing. Yeah, so I, I actually went by Angelie Yee's house. I went by a couple of my, my houses, and we bought it like eight years ago. And I think eight years it was worth about a thousand dollars. And you know, when we talk real estate, sometimes you, you know you got to pre-plan. And Angelie Yee was the one to put me onto Detroit, and those properties now are worth like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. When we bought, y'all got money. Well, I mean, we got Ooh, we'd have to got sell money. it. Y'all we'd have to rich. sell it and fix it. But you know, when I would say that when we bought the properties, when I say it was hood, I mean hood, hood, hood. You wouldn't even want to walk by there. Now, you see uh, white ladies walking their little cute dogs. You see people jogging at you know one in the morning. Like it's the, the area has changed it's in called, eight years. It's called gentrification. That's what it's called. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that properties is worth up. So I was excited about that. So we're just cruising all through Detroit. I went to my favorite restaurant, Sweetwater. Got some sweet water wings. That's funny. That's your favorite restaurant in Detroit. In Detroit, it is. Yeah, it is. So I was pretty good. What you guys do yesterday? Anything? Uh, yesterday, I had this uh, podcast with State Farm that I do with my girls, Aminatu So, and Tanya Rapley from MyFab Finance. So I was with those ladies. And then I had my lip service podcast after that. I had a long day. And I taught a class, Ween. And that's an organization that I work with, all these young women who actually, um, they go through a long process to become a part of this, but it's to actually get more educated in working in the entertainment field. And so every single year I teach a class for them and I teach them how to do like the perfect radio break. Mm-hmm. So we go over that and it was really fun. What's like they, the perfect work radio break? Well, I just teach them the technicalities of like introducing yourself, introducing a topic, how you discuss the topic, having different roles when you do it, having your own perspective. It's fun. And then so each group breaks down and there's no like definite way like this is what you have to say or do, but just basically forming how you should do the technicalities properly and then making it interesting and giving your own perspective. I've been doing radio 20 years. I don't feel like I've ever done the perfect radio break. I've heard other jocks do the perfect radio break, at least to me, though. I'll be like, damn, that was flawless. Like, I gave each of them four different stories to choose from. I said, you can either do all four of these or you can pick one or however you want to do it. So they will introduce the story. Say they were talking about Azealia Banks. They mm-hmm. would introduce the story, give the facts, and then they would jump in with their own personal opinions or how they relate to it or don't relate to it and, uh, you know, have their roles. It was good. I'm okay. going to be honest, man. Uh, what? Having conversations, 
on the radio about explaining to people how to do radio is so boring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, huh? But if you okay. had a chance to see yeah. these young women, they did such a well, she's great teaching, job. Right. Yeah. And it was it was fun. And so I think even if you don't want to do radio, it's good just in life in general. Or if you need to ever speak in front of people or if you want to work behind the scenes in something or do marketing, all these things are important. That's dope. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Sherry Shepard will be joining us this morning. Mm-hmm. She's so funny. Yeah, Sherry Shepard. So we'll kick with her in a little bit. And we got front page news. What are we talking about? Well, Donna Trump is definitely backtracking some more. We'll tell you what he had to say in a recent interview that he did. And he's trying to explain himself when it comes to Vladimir Putin. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Everybody, it's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Now, the San Antonio Spurs have traded Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green to Toronto Raptors for DeMar DeRozan. I don't know if that's a good trade. Why is that not a good trade? Well, first, DeMar DeRozan is pissed off because he didn't see it coming. He thought that Toronto had his back. Mm-hmm. DeMar so DeRozan's a great player, though. He's pretty pissed off. And Kawhi Leonard, this is his last year in his contract, so he's already said he wants to play for L.A. so he can get to... Toronto and be out after this. Well, maybe they're hoping Kawhi Leonard loves Toronto so much that Drake opens up, Drake rolls out the red carpet for him, shows him a good time in the six, and he'll want to stay. I mean, Toronto is a beautiful city. Let's be fair. It is a beautiful city. So he might like it there. That's true. All right, well, let's talk about your president, Donald Trump. Yes, Donald Trump just did an interview with CBS trying to clarify some previous remarks that he made. Now, if you remember, the original remarks were made during the Helsinki conference when he said this with Vladimir Putin at his side. My people came to me, Dan Coates came to me and some others. They said they think it's Russia. Uh, I have uh, President Putin. Uh, He just said it's not Russia. I will say this. I don't see any reason why it would be. Now, he also then had to try to clean that up. And he did a joint news conference in Helsinki. And this is what he said about those comments. I thought that I made myself very clear by having just reviewed the transcript. Now, I have to say, I came back. And I said, what is going on? What's the big deal? I realize that there is a need for some clarification. It should have been obvious. I thought it would be obvious, but I would like to clarify just in case it wasn't. In a key sentence in my remarks, I said the word would instead of wouldn't. The sentence should have been, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't or why it wouldn't be Russia. So sort of a double negative. That's crazy because when a president does stuff like that, that could be a matter of life or death. Like it's like, yo, you want to you want to push the button, you want to push the nuclear weapon button, don't do it. I meant to say, don't. I meant to say, do it. No, <laughs> oh, I meant to say, goodness. don't. Well, he did an interview yesterday, CBS Evening News, with Jeff Galore, and here's what he had to say. He's uh, further trying to clean things up. So you agree with U.S. intelligence that uh, Russia meddled in the election in 2016? Yeah, but and I've said that before, and uh, I would say that that is true. Yeah. But you haven't condemned Putin specifically. Do you hold him personally responsible? Well, I would because he's in charge of the country, just like I consider myself to be responsible for things that happen in this country. So certainly as the leader of a country, you would have to hold him responsible. Yes. What'd you say to him? Uh, Very strong on the fact that we can't have meddling. That's got to be so awkward for Trump to press Putin's line for hacking the election because on one hand, yes, we can't have meddling from other countries in our elections, but on the other hand, he won. you, you helped me to win. Yeah. So thank you. And then he also wouldn't call Putin a liar when pressed about that. He just, he won't speak strongly against him. It's like when your mom tells Period. your pops to press you because she found your son, she found your porn stash. And your dad is like, look, man, hide this from your mom, better, Okay. 
My All goodness. Right. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. Now, when we come back, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. Or if you feel blessed and want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. And don't forget, Sherry Shepard will be joining us next hour. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Get it. Pick up the mother, mother phone and dial. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So you better have the same energy. Yeah. Hello, who's this? This is Jose. Good morning. How you doing? Jose, get it off your chest, bro. Why are you calling him Jose? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jose, Papa. Jose. Don't call me Papa. Don't call him Jose. Okay. All right, Jose. Get it call off your chest. You want to be called a hoe? Call him a hoe. Hey, I mean, I get hoes, Charlamagne. Don't start that shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to get off my chest the fact that I'm down here in South Florida, and it's sad, yo, because there's still a lot of racism going on, because it don't matter what color we is, we all bleed the same, yo. Like, you know what I mean? The other day, this white guy was looking at me real dirty and nasty, and I'm thinking, like, yo, old man, you don't know. If you need a blood transplant, I could be the one to save your life. Why you ain't just, why you ain't just pass him the blunt? That's what he wanted. Unfortunately, I can't do that right now because I'm on Facebook, but soon oh, enough. Okay. All, All right, right, my brother. Thank you for calling. I ain't giving nobody no goddamn blood transplant. I was raised Jehovah's Witness. We don't do that. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on, DJ MV? It's JC from uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. What's up, bro? I'm going to be in Charlotte this Friday. But uh, get it off your chest. Oh, you are? Yep. Oh, uh, man, you're going to miss a special day. Today, Thursday. Threesome Thursdays, so I just want to say Threesome that Thursdays. A great day. I never what, heard of that. What that, is that a thing? That a thing just in Charlotte? No, that's a thing just in my house, Charlotte, man. I have oh. na- I have the national holidays right here, sir. It's National Daiquiri Day and National Flitch Day. And Flitch is a measurement for bacon. So you're supposed to measure your bacon today. It says nothing about threesome, sir. Well, you have the wrong national holidays. <laughs> you can't just make up a holiday. Sure you can. You can make up whatever you want in this day and age. Okay. I mean, look at the president. He makes up whatever he wants to, right? So, so explain it to not? us. What so, happens today yeah, in your house? What do you do? So is one lady and two what guys, is that, that's what you do in your house today? Hell no, man. That's some No. Okay. okay, stop it. Tell me, what is it? What is it then? Tell me what y'all do. It's two ladies, obviously, and me. Why is that obvious? Me and my lady. He <laughs> said obviously. It could be three guys. It could be three women. Who gets to pick the lady? Uh, my wife does. Wow. All right. So, so, yeah, so once a month on a Thursday, we go to, you know, some some local bar, some local dive or something. And uh, obviously it's Thursday, uh, Thursday Thursdays. So, um, you know, we, we have a couple drinks. We, uh, we scope out the crowd, see which, which lady she would like to take home. And if I agree, then, you know, she approaches her, she brings her back, and, you know. Y'all get it popping. Have you ever not agreed? You get it popping. Yeah, yeah. There's been a couple times where she's, you know, struck out on the first first swing or uh, first to bat, so she has to go back up to the plate. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. This all sounds very exhausting. I'm gonna stick to Taco Tuesdays, okay? Yeah, how about you? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go chasing. uh, It's a fantastic holiday. Yes, but I'm just telling you, man. You you have to put this into your rotation as well, because. I'll pass. It's a great way to spice up the bath, the, the bedroom, you know? Nah, I'm good. You, you enjoy Thank your you threesome. I'll, just have, I'll make sure I have fish tacos this Tuesday. There you go. Yeah. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. 
Hello, who's this? This is Danny. Hey, Danny, get it off your chest. Yeah, I was trying to um, try to get in touch with Angela's yeast lip service because I have a new service that's good for adults. Um, is this service supposed to be teaching people how to be porn stars? Yes. Okay, explain it to me. Oh, okay, yeah, so we're mainly a new adult service that helps them get into the adult industry through their camera phones. And all they have to do is, you know, join our service and they can be open or discreet and they can be an adult porn star, you know, and we can help them break into the adult industry and get them to be shooting with the bigger porn stars because we have, you know, connections with them. Okay, all right, there's something for everybody. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna hit you guys up, we'll get you on lip service. Okay, cool. Yeah, I've been trying to f- figure out the best route to get on your service. I've been trying to contact well, you. you hold everywhere. on right now. You hold on right now. She'll get your info. I right? don't hang up. Yeah, anybody that wants to uh, be in the uh, adult entertainment world, I guess they help you break in. If, if you want to be a porn or a porn guy or a porn woman, huh? Hello, who's this? What's up, man? It's Knowledge, man. How y'all doing? Knowledge, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, I just want to spread the love, man. Especially to my boy Charlemagne, man. What's um, up, my I brother? Think you need love, man. You got rats <laughs> in your corner. You know what I'm saying? I just want to just wanna holler at you and just throw hate at you. So I'm just going to spread the love to you. And keep achieving, man. Like, you did a lot of stuff, man. I think you believe in a model of lifting platforms instead of, you know, that model see you at the top. You know what I'm saying? You like to lift your people. 100%. And get people in their own platform. And what you have done, on my perspective, we got, me and my homeboys, we started a podcast. We got some advertisers, man. It's Unspoken Conversation. I know you ain't going to listen to it because people come to podcasts now like mixtape. But like what I you said, mean? I listen uh, to you Tell me the name of it. I, I listen to everything. I, I, I'm aware of everything, bro. Unspoken Conversation. He just told you the name of oh, it. Oh, Unspoken Conversation. <laughs> I feel like I, I, feel yeah, like I saw yeah, that yeah. already. Yeah, yeah, appreciate that. And, um, hey, man, Horrible Decisions is the new shit, too. I got to get off the love. I love Horrible Decisions. I love uh, Weezy and, um, damn, she going to uh, be mad. I forgot her name. Oh, uh, Mandy, Mandy. Mandy, I'm sorry. Weezy and Mandy, yep. Well, thank you, bro, for calling. All right. Well, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Nayib, we got rumors on the way? Yes. Shocking marriage that just came out of nowhere. We'll give you some insight into this couple that just got married. And actually, one of them was on lip service to tell you what she had to say when she was up there. All right. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen all the gossip, gossip. The rumor report. Gossip, gossip. With Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, imagine this. Kim Kardashian just made $5 million in five minutes. She released her newest set of perfumes. It was three different fragrances. It's Kamoji Cherry, Kamoji Peach, and Kamoji Vibes. She did not spend any money on advertising, and she made $5 million in five minutes. Straight e-commerce, just released it online, and like, here you go. Exactly, $45 each. Only social media marketing was used to get the word out, and clearly that worked. So they said the amount of bottles available for launch this time around was increased because a lot of people wanted it, but of course, you know, they try to make it a little more limited. So. I'm dropping the clues bombs for Kim Kardashian. That $5 million Kardashian. in five minutes. That Kardashian-Jenner clan is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one of the greatest dynasties of all time we're witnessing right there. <laughs> it's crazy. All right, Katy Perry says that she actually had situational depression, and that's after her last album pretty much flopped. 
She said, music is my first love. I think it was the universe saying, okay, you speak all of this language about self-love and authenticity, but we're going to put you through another test and take away any kind of validating blankie. Then we'll see how much you do truly love yourself. She said this in the August issue of Vogue Australia. So she said her album um, got mixed reviews from critics and from fans, and she was very pained. She said, I've had bouts of situational depression, and my heart was broken last year because unknowingly I put so much validity in the reaction of the public, and the public didn't react in the way I had expected to, which broke my heart. I mean, I respect it, you know what I'm saying? But yes, the album was whack. Okay, the album was whack. The performances were terrible. The rollout was terrible. That's when she had the song with the Migos and Nicki Minaj. And I'm, yeah, you it was know, pretty I, you bad. Know I'm a Katy Perry fan. She I was love actually her. up here at iHeart. I love her first two albums. But uh, never came by the Breakfast Club. No, she didn't. She gave us a raggedy phone call. But <laughs> she said the experience has made her grow. She says it gave her a new foundation. It's a soul foundation, not just a material one now. Her first two albums definitely were the best, though. All right, now let's get into Stevie J and Faith got married. How did this even happen? Did we see this coming? Listen, we knew they were dating, but some people didn't believe it. They thought it was just for his show. Uh, but they did get married yesterday. Now, according to sources, first, what happened was they went and got a marriage license. They filed for the license on Tuesday. And then they went ahead and got married. Actually, they got married Tuesday night in their hotel room around 10.30 p.m. She so really married so him? So the time difference, it was yesterday, huh? She really married him? She really married him. They got wow. one of those uh, mobile ministers that come through and make it happen. And they got mobile ministers? Like you can just call them like a Uber? Yeah, it's a gypsy mobile minister. I mean, it's Vegas. Mm. They were in Vegas where try that next time I need a prayer. Right, so she actually placed <laughs> the call herself for a local minister, and they did the wedding at... This part bothered me. At Trump Hotel. That's where they were when this all went down. Because I hate to be like, I got married at Trump Hotel. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. Now, here is what Mimi Faust had to say. Uh, Freddie O caught up with her. And here's what she had to say about Stevie J and Faith getting married. Listen, if it's real, congratulations to the both of them, Faith, Stevie. Congratulations, Faith. I don't know what's going on. I think I need to give you a pair of my glasses because you need to read that contract thoroughly. Born and fed. I don't understand that last part. I'm Read I'm that contract thoroughly, born and fed. What's that mean? I mean, I guess she's just saying, you know, Stevie's kind of shysty when it comes to the contracts. So just make sure you're Born ready. and fed? I don't know what born and fed means. Uh -huh. I've never heard that. <laughs> All right, now, Faith was on lip service, and we actually asked her about Stevie J. And this is a while ago. Here's what she had to say about Stevie J back then when he was dirty dogging. We've always been very close. I mean, he's going to always be my friend regardless. But whatever it was about him that convinced me this particular time to think that, oh, wow, you really trying to do something different. Yeah. I His actions. I've been through too much right. to not pay attention to stuff that don't make sense. Can he get back in? I doubt it. I'm not going to say that, you know, <laughs> there might no? not be times that we, you know, might, you know, hook up in the next right. few years. I don't know. Right. That's if somebody don't, you know, snatch me up. So well, he went from a casual hookup to husband. This was yes. back in March of 2017. No, I guess she thought she could take him seriously, and he wasn't really, you know, putting in the work that he was Running supposed around. to. Right. That's what so, I said. He went from casual hookup to husband. Well, no, first they were dating. Then she said she was done with him for but a little she, while. But she also said that she would hook up from she him. She would. Time girls, time. girls, yeah. girls. No, I'm saying I guess she ended up not just hooking up, but marrying him now. So, you know, congratulations to them. Only thing is the family was upset. Faith's son, C.J. Wallace, who oddly enough is also Steve's godson. Um, wasn't That's invited. Weird. Yeah, he's very upset because he's Stevie J's godson. So I guess now 
He's his stepson and godson. Uh, the family just wasn't invited. Nobody knew. Nobody got the heads up. Now, they said Stevie J was like, we got to get married today because they didn't want her to tell her friends and family and then talk her out of it. Because, you know, mm. that could have happened. She also said that the song A Minute is the explanation of why she felt like they needed to get uh, married. Right. And that's the song that she recorded with Stevie J. Check out a piece of that. The sound quality of that record is horrible. Well, they just is that recorded mixed? it. Or oh, they just did that? <laughs> yeah. Now they got a video for it and everything. Oh, my God. <laughs> that, that, that don't sound mixed mastered or nothing. God, well, they wrote a song about how long it took for them to get married before they were married, too. That's gangster. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, when we come back, we have Sherry Shepard. She'll be joining us, so we'll kick it with her when we come back. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building, Sherry Shepard. Miss Sherry Shepard is here. Hey. How are you, Sherry? I'm good. It's so nice to be back. I feel like I'm home in New York. Really? I miss it so much. Is it awkward when you have to do the view as a guest? No, not at all. It okay. literally feels like I'm back with, with, with my family, and yeah. I jump right back in. Do you know how to be a guest, or you still feel like you in there doing a little hosting, <laughs> jumping on the prompters, cutting people off maybe? Yeah, I, cu- I was cutting them off all the time okay. when I went on there Monday. It's just You know, but being a comic, that's what you do. If you see, if you see dead space, you just jump fill in. Fill it in. Yeah, I, yeah, you yeah, fill yeah. it in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So it was good being on The View. It was good, be- but I don't want to go back. Well, congratulations on a new show. Thank you. Trial and error. I'm and excited. Is- yes. It's, you know, it's exciting to, to leave you, leave something and stepping out on faith because leaving the view and going, I don't know if I'm going to work. I don't know if, if I'm going to get another job. But in leaving something that's stable and then stepping out on faith and then booking something that's so good, that's getting so, you know, the, the ratings have been really, really good for the show. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. So on the view, you really just can't do other things like... You can, they kind of work around you. That's mm-hmm. what I was saying. Because I, I did the movie Precious. I did the movie Top 5. I did Dancing with the Stars. So they work around you. But, Angela, it was at the point where it was like, I really wanted to do my acting. And, go and I knew it was time to leave because I felt like if, if you came the next season, I would be sitting there with my cards asking you questions, being envious mm-hmm. and being jealous of you. And I don't live in that space. So I knew it was time to leave. Be- mm. and, 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 and God was just like, it was just on me. It's time to go. And everybody said, you're crazy. You're leaving a good job. I was making great money. You got this platform. And I said, it's time to go. Right. Great risk comes great reward. Absolutely. And you got to, and always my mantra for life is you got to run towards the very thing that you fear because on the other side of it is some awesome things. And so on the other side of that fear of sitting there in the mirror going, what am I going to do? Oh, my gosh. And God going, I got you. We done been here before, Sherry. Dream bigger. That Nisi Nash said that to me also. You know what you did that I really felt? What? When you was online and uh-huh. your ex-husband had the nerve to be on this dating site talking about the amount of money that he was making. Saying Girl, that he got- blackpeoplemeet.com. Yeah. <laughs> I know I just gave y'all business, but be careful. All your child support money, he was on their floor. So I it- was so, and I was going, I was on a flight. Nisi was the one to show me. I no. said, why you always show me stuff about him that's bad and you introduce me to him? I know you can't wait, help it. Wait, wait. And she came, she said, Diva, 
look at this uh, profile I didn't found on Sal. And I said, how did she find that? Because she was, because you know, Nisi liked to matchmake. Even if the stuff don't work, she still liked to matchmake people. And she was trying to get her work on a profile for her girlfriend. Okay. And they found Sal. Because if you look up people that's over six four, black, and then he comes up because there ain't that many tall black men, I guess, in L.A. on blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> and so his picture came up and it said salary, and it said over 100000 a year. He said, go it, ahead, said it said, wor- no, yeah, go That's ahead, Sherry. That's your money. Go ahead, Sherry. And it said world traveler. I said, what is it? Where has, it, has he traveled? With your money, a where lot of places. World travel to Jersey. <laughs> where, where you tra- over to Hackensack and maybe freaking Patterson to get your wi- a please. So you still paying child support, of course. I'm yes, yeah, so child support till, wow. till his son is eighteen. You know how that goes. How much right. a month? Oh my god, it's a lot. This is 40, very it's rare. Right? These are conversations you have with men. It used to be it used to be six, but we got it down because I had to pay <laughs> like I had to pay back child support. He tried to but get more. But this is a killer. You had to pay back this child is a killer, girl. Angela, you a deadbeat mommy? Not, I'm not a deadbeat mother, uh. but we while we were fighting in court. But the thing was, is is when we was in, but wait, um, let me finish with the profile thing. We go back to that. <laughs> so I was so mad, I was on a plane drinking, and I had to go on the rant. I was so <laughs> mad. And I don't drink, but I was drinking. I needed a I need drink, a drink after I saw that, and I was like, I just want y'all ladies to know that's doggone money that I gave him from the prenup. Okay, right. that's my money <laughs> that he's freaking world traveling, world travel. He ain't got no car. <laughs> I was so, and and I could and, and I could my publicist was like texting me on the plane, going stop it, and I was like, no, I ain't ready because I I'm I'm mad. But um, you probably got him hot. You probably brought attention to his profile page, so he probably ended up getting a date. Listen, that's but, but then one of his pictures was uh, uh, it was a picture of my hands. We are going on a honeymoon in Anguilla. So I it love was Anguilla. Picture. It was I love Anguilla. That was, that's the place to be. And so my hands were on his shoulder, and you could see the wedding ring, the pair of hands. And it was he had cut my body off, but it's, I mean, and, your but this is why I know he did it, so that a woman could go. You know, are you married? Oh, and then he could go. Well, you know that actress Sherry Shepard. Oh yeah, I know her. You know, uh, yeah, she she oh, she did me wrong. She right there. You know, so a woman could be like, oh, this Sherry Shepard, she awful. And, you know, then you get the, the women in. But when we were in arbitration, because, you know, when you go through a divorce, and you got to go through arbitration. And we are figuring out child support. And um, he said, I want a million-dollar life insurance policy. And it, it is for if something happened to me and the child support stopped, then the money would keep coming in. And I said, I'm not, who gets it? Do you know anybody with a baby daddy? They got a million-dollar life insurance policy. On the mom. Yeah, a mom. Like, she got a, a life insurance policy from the baby daddy in case he can't pay child Hold support. Hold on. Let me, I'm, I'm, explain this to me. The baby mama. Yes. So they wanted me, he wanted me to pay okay. a li- uh, insurance policy of, a, of you know. For so him to get insurance if something happens to you. If something happens to me. So the, insurance, oh, so, you, so the child support keeps coming. And I said, none of my <laughs> I got a lot of baby mamas. And never has anyone had a life insurance policy. And I said, no, I'm not. No, I said, he gonna, he going to try to kill me. Yeah, that's what that feels yeah, like. Yeah, a I'm setup. like, no, you can try to kill me. <laughs> and so every, you know, you got when you got all white attorneys and lawyers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 Miss Shepard, you, you, you are so funny. And I said, no, no, he's really gonna. Try I said, to kill I'm you. from Chicago. He's from Detroit. Now, I'm not saying he gonna. I'm not saying that he would try to kill me, him himself. Right. But everybody knows people. Yeah, yeah. Hell, yeah, I had yeah, people yeah. from Dancing with the Stars. Some of them Russian dancers going. We know people. And I'm saying, sure, you're not walking down the streets of Chicago no time soon. Unless no, you want it, to. it don't never come out of you. Don't even, don't yeah. even try that. You, when you from this, it stays in you. That's what. That's why I had to hide that from Barbara Walters all the time because it would have scared her. <laughs> one time, I'm telling Charlotte, I was on the phone with one, ex-husband number one, not one A, ex-husband number one, and I was cursing him out because he had pissed me off because I was going through a custody battle with Jeffrey, and I was, I was cursing him out because I thought everybody had left the view. So it was just me in my dressing room. 
And he said that one thing to me, Angie, you know, when a man cheat on you, and you like, well, what she got that I... And he said something to me, and he said she had good... Mm. Good He said that, girl, and I went off. And you ain't got... And when you take a... Pay for it, and I was going off. Why are you mad at me for asking a question and I answered you? You know what? It just it, <laughs> it brought out the shy town in me. I did not know that Barbara Walters had walked in my room, oh, yeah. standing behind me. See, this is my view voice. And Hello, then you everybody. Turned around oh. your view voice. I turned around in the middle. Enough for you don't even know me because I'll come and I will knock all of it. And I turned around and and I said, "Hi, Barbara. Is, <laughs> is everything okay?" And she like, goes, "Dear, is there a problem?" I'm, I'm like, auditioning for a role. You, girl. <laughs> If I could have gotten red, if I was high yellow and had gotten red, and I said, Barbara, no, no, everything is fine. It's everything is fine. And she went, okay, dear. And she walked out. And I was like, I ain't even playing with you. I was so, and I said, oh, my, if you make me lose my job, I swear to good, oh, my goodness. You didn't think Barbara would understand? I'm sure Barbara been in that situation. That's a, that's a woman thing, right? Yeah, but it's different when you're, like, upper class, Fifth Park Avenue cursing out. Then, you know, you from Chi Town. Person yeah, now. yeah, yeah. It's yeah, a yeah, big yeah. difference. You know, they do stuff different. They just take you to court and it's litigate. Yeah. <laughs> like, I show up at, at your house with my cousins and them. Yeah, yeah, My yeah, sisters. Yeah. Like, yeah. we ready to fight. We got rollers in our hair. Yeah, black, people, black people get it lit. White people get it litigated. Thank you. Yes, yes, that's yes, that's yes. exactly, you know how that works. So it's, it, you know, the, the, it, and, I, and right. I did, and I said, Okay, I gotta control myself, but it was that kind of thing, and uh, and I said no, I'm not doing no million dollars because I think he gonna kill me. So we got it down, down, down. So I said I don't know anybody who had a a life insurance policy, but you know people can they can do that though. You do do it, so I made yeah. People can do that like on their employees and things like that. You can yeah. take out insurance policies on your employees. Really? Well, I wrote a letter. Yeah. I wrote a letter to the courts. I was like, I'm just letting you know, I'm protesting. This policy, if something happens to me, mm-hmm. I don't care if don't I give him no money. If I get gangrene and cut my foot off and something, I die. He did it. <laughs> I just want you to know some that. Out, I don't care if I just go in the food fast and I die. I'm just telling you. L- look at everything. All right, when we come back, we got more with Sherry Shepard. We'll talk about her doing stand-up also. When did she lose her virginity? We'll find out when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We have Sherry Shepard in the building. Yee. Well, Sherry, you're looking really great these days. Thank you, girl. I'm 135 days hey. off of sugar. Oh, okay. So you're, diabe- sugar. you're diabetic. I'm type 2 diabetic. Mm-hmm. So I'm off sugar, and it just, like, being off sugar changed. It changed my life. I'm much more alert. I'm just clear-headed. I'm focused. When Don't I say, you, aren't you like, man, I wish I would have went to the doctor earlier and figured out what I needed to do? I do. I'm not saying it's it's hard. Because for three weeks, I was curled up naked in a fetal position, moaning. Right. Sugar it is, is like a it's, addic- it's more addictive than cocaine. Mm-hmm. It really is. I never did cocaine. Well, I smoked cocaine once in a blunt with some weed. I never. Did I mean, you get addicted to it, though? Nah. I like really? it though. Great eye. I do it again by accident. Well, not now because I'm you 40. You do it again but by accident. No, 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 I'm very you can't addicted be doing no, that. Not at Trust me. I, not I know. at 40, you be having, you be do that cocaine lace with all that stuff and you get Bell's palsy. What the hell is Bell's palsy? Yeah, exactly. Your face, <laughs> one, one oh. side of your face just, just fall. That's right. what happened at 40 when you be trying you to do drugs. Stroke. You get a face stroke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nerves will freeze up. You don't, yeah. See, here's the thing. You can't be starting drugs middle age. No. You, right. If you're going to start drugs right. and get addicted, you got to do that stuff early and get addicted. But when you try to start drugs and you get addicted middle age, stuff you, like your heart start hurting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like yeah. then your, your penis ain't working there you good. Go. Like it's just all kinds of maladies that come. So you did coke before? I've never. No, I was a Jehovah's Witness. I never did. I, I, was so, I know you did. Yeah. I was so sheltered. 
I never did any of that. That's crazy but you I, say that because I grew up around a bunch of witnesses and they all was on something. Are you serious? <laughs> no, I was so nerdy and sheltered and and my and it was very strict upbringing. So all I, I was in field service all the time. I was so sheltered. I remember being at a party when I was probably when I first started stand up and they were passing around something and people were putting stuff on their gums. And I didn't know what they were doing. Mm. I had no idea. I was so naive. You're rubbing that coke on their gums. They was rubbing it on their gums. Mm-hmm. And they had somebody had a little dollar bill and some foil. And I just and I was just like, what? Oh my gosh. Being so know. sheltered and starting to do stand-up comedy, right? How was that like for your family? They, you know, they didn't what they thought it was the the devil, the world of the devil. And they they didn't want me to do it. But now, you know, they take credit for everything. They do. I I was with her. I supported her. <laughs> but I saw a lot of stuff growing up. Um, I'm not growing up, but when I was doing stand-up and I was just so sheltered, like we were talking uh, on uh, somewhere about like people doing menage a trois and all kinds of sex stuff going on. And I didn't, all that stuff was so, it was just, I, I didn't know what it was. It was, and I remember my girlfriend, she, she passed away, but she used to be on uh, Monique's show, The Parkers, Yvette Wilson. God bless the She's, Yeah, she used to be on The Parkers and she was dating a rapper at the time. And I swear to gosh, they, oh geez, they were in a room one time and, and I had went to see her. And they she, asked you for a menage? No, but I oh. didn't know what that was. Okay. So she called me up, she was dating a rapper, it was her boyfriend and she called me up. Who to was the, the rapper? It, it was the two, it was, and I, and I was telling them, it was the Airbnb and Rakim. Those okay. were the two. So who was the one that didn't talk? Eric B. Yeah, it was Eric B. B. He was the one that never talked. And so they were up in the room, and I remember I was sitting there, and I was so shit. And like, literally, I had two French braids in my hair, <laughs> white bobby socks, and white tennis shoes That's with overalls, with, with the bow. That's this is how sheltered I was. And I remember Yvette, and, and I remember Yvette had been drinking, and they were kissing, and I was sitting in the chair, like, oh my gosh, what Are am I supposed married? to do? <laughs> they just kissing. They, and I remember, gosh, I would love to see Eric B now. And, and I remember he looked at me, and I was like, what are you looking at me for? <laughs> you said that? Yeah, no, in my eyes. Oh. My eyes said that. Like, what are you looking at me for? My eyes I was like, really, why? What are you looking at me for? And I remember Yvette looked at me. She's like, come on. Come on. I was like, mm-mm. mm-mm. <laughs> My mom told me about this. Mm-mm. This from the de- de- And I, I remember running to the door, and Yvette was like, where are you going? And I was like, I got to go get, get on the bus. And go I'm going to hell if I get out of here. I got to go back and feel service. <laughs> that was my almost. For you, Sherry, growing up, how did your parents explain sex to you? Like, what did they tell you about um, sex? Did they ever have that talk? My mother said, keep your dress down and your panties up. Don't cock your legs open for every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Mm. That was all the sex talk I got. And to this day, I was like, who is Tom, Dick, and Harry? I know who Dick is. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> he was like, I found that out, and he's very, very nice. <laughs> that was all the sex talk I got. I was wow. very sheltered. I knew nothing about sex. So how did you find out about it? Like When I lost my virginity. That's the first to, time you find out about sex? I, when I lost Well, I mean, I knew about it because I heard about it from the kids in school. They, okay. You know, and this is what made me so mad because all the girls in school was like, oh my God, you're going to be moaning and you're going to be screaming. And and so that's what I thought it was like. And I lo- and you know what I got? I got diarrhea the next day. That's Uh-oh. what I got freaking when I lost my virginity. <laughs> I was so, I'm like, where are well, all the moaning? put in the wrong place? Yeah. <laughs> Wrong hole. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he might still be a virgin. <laughs> Why diarrhea? <laughs> I think I was stressed. No, please, I don't want nobody thinking it was no backdoor stuff ever, never. Like, I still don't even know about that. Yeah, no, don't you put that out there? First time, Sherry. Wow. You saw you can't say nothing over here. <laughs> 
Wow. It was not. It was not. So what was the experience like? <laughs> because he climbed up in my friend's window, and I thought I was going moaning and groaning. It didn't happen. It was Gilbert. Damn, Gilbert going to be on Instagram today. I'm Gilbert. <laughs> that was me. She shouted out. I gave her diarrhea. <laughs> I don't know if that's nothing to brag about. <laughs> Gay that girl diarrhea. Yo, sexually transmitted diarrhea is nuts. That is stupid. <laughs> wow. Stop. And then he, um, I didn't know nothing about it. And do you know I wrote about it in my diary? Mm -hmm. And my sister found my diary. Whoa. And she gave it to my mother. And my mother gave it to the elders of the congregation. And you got oh this fellowship. God, I didn't get this it. fellowship. I got put on, on public reproof. Okay. And so it was three old men who brought me in the room with my father. They met my father sit there and they questioned me for three hours. Very, very, uh, it, you know, and as a teenager, you that's something that's so intimate. And they asked me stuff like, did he digitally penetrate you? Ooh. I don't know what digital penetrate, I didn't know what that meant. Yeah, <laughs> but you look at your girl, you know all the lingo, Angela. I do, I do. <laughs> she the waving finger. <laughs> I didn't know what that meant at that time. And with my dad sitting right there, and uh, they asked me all of these terrible questions. It was very traumatic. And then at the end, they said, "Did you? Were you stimulated? Did you enjoy it?" You got three old oh men asking you if you. God, enjoy. That's and awful. see now, um, I'm just like, wait a minute, y'all was just, wait a minute, you was an old man, I'm a young girl, you just and you like, asked me why you asking me these questions, trying to get your rocks off. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was it was really traumatic. Did they ask you about the diarrhea? I did not tell them that. Oh, I've okay, only okay, told okay. you oh, okay, and Angela okay, okay, okay. Gotcha. and this entire room of 25 people. Got you, got you, got you. And everybody got, watching. And everybody listening and watching. My son, who listens to the show, now knows his mama got diarrhea when she lost her virginity. Whoa. Jeez Louise, Jeffrey, turn off the radio and go to summer camp, would you? Listen, so for the kids out there, don't do it, you'll get diarrhea. D thank you. That's, Please, a good, that's no, how we want By the way, that's a good thing to tell your daughter. That's a good thing no, to tell I got your two daughters. of them. I'm going to tell them, definitely tell them one tell of them. Tell them exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. All right, well, we come back we got more with sherry shepherd we got to talk about her son and also she was on family feud and it got a little crazy keep it locked it's the breakfast club good morning it's dj nv angela Yee, charlamagne the guy we are the breakfast club we have sherry shepherd in the building and charlamagne she's dying to ask you something you got to tell me charlamagne my son is 13 years mm -hmm. old he is hormonal he has changed he challenges me he he's sullen he's moody I don't know what to do. He, you know, he even, he wake up every day with a heart on. I don't know what to do. That's, that's normal. That's actually healthy. That's yeah. normal. Every day. Like, there's no You're pill I could give him. No, 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 yeah. no, no amoxicillin. Like, five I'm, pills, four pills, three pills. I'm uh, 40. I haven't had one in two weeks. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so he should be glad. <laughs> I don't even. No, I, just, I think that's very normal for um, men to wake up. That means they're healthy. Really? Like, yeah. literally, I, he, I prayed with him at night, and, and we were praying, and he was praying, and I saw the covers moving. <laughs> and I said, I said, Jeffrey. It, what are you doing? He Stop said, doing them sexy prayers with your son, Jerry. But he's out, right? he, but that's his show. He said, I'm touching myself. And I said, Jeffrey, oh, you, can't, you can't pray and touch yourself. And he said, well, but mommy, it feel good when I touch myself. And it feel good when I pray to Jesus. I didn't even know what to say. Well, I just walked out the room. It makes sense. I just walked out the room. I said, I, you know, what? what is it? I'm like, I'm at a loss. Like, I don't know. But at the same time, you don't want to tell him it's bad. Because you can't, it's bad. You can't touch yourself. Right. Like, my son is so honest. And so. Two he, things can be true, though. It can feel good when he touches himself, and it can feel good when he we prays. Talk, that's what he said. Right. It does. And he's like, so they're mutually not exclusive. Uh, why can't I do them together? And you I thought you going to get diarrhea. You're going to get diarrhea, boy. I am going through this thing. He liked these girls. And you know what it is? Oh, there's man. not that many little black girls in his school. And he liked. He like because he came in and he said, "Mommy, I like white girls." That's what he said, and and because it's only a couple of black girls. But you know, I learned a lot about men from my son. The little black girls get mean with him. Like sometimes they don't want to speak. 
Sometimes they, they act crazy. And he's like, why do they act so crazy? And I'm like, I don't know. So I keep trying to tell the little girls to be nicer mm -hmm. so he can come towards you. But the little girl, other girls see him. They go, hey, Jeffrey. And they won't feel his hair. And, and so I'm trying so to. the little white girls are nicer than the black girls? He said they're nicer. He said, the, look, and Camille, she always moves her neck. And she said, don't talk to me today, Jeffrey. I don't want that flower. And he said, she keep moving her neck. And I said, well, unfortunately, Jeffrey, that's going to last your whole life. That's just how we are. Our neck moves. So I don't know if you have any advice. You just gotta let Snoop him grow. said he would mentor him, and I was like, um, okay, all right. Yeah, you just gotta let him grow and let him be around a lot of other strong male okay. figures. Okay. I had that in my life, but then I also had like I had the strong male figures who, like, my father would cheat on my mom, and when I asked him why he cheated on my mom, he'd look me in the eye and tell me, "One day you're going to." Stop. <laughs> you know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. All right. So yeah. I'm gonna have to. Okay. Well, maybe one day I'm gonna drop him off with you. And, they, and you know, if I you know, some, boys, some more kids that look like him too. You know, sometimes it's hard yeah. too for kids. I know I went from going to a, from public school with all like black kids to yeah. going to private school where I was like one Not of a only, handful. Yeah. And it did feel really awkward. I was glad that I was able to grow up, you know, knowing who I was. I lived in a black neighborhood, went to an all black school. But then I went to a school that was predominantly white. And it's a different experience. It and is. I, the black kids that grew up going to schools like that, they acted so different than I did. I know. That's how my it son was, is. He, you know, he's like, he's a little nerd. I love him. But he'd yeah. be the little nerd Put trying to rap. Activity so he could be around some of his own, you know. Girl, my son tried to do the break. He break. He think he'd break dance and rap. And I'm like, oh, baby, I got to get you around. Like, we got to join Jack and Jill. This is. <laughs> Jack and Jill is great. Oh, gosh. <laughs> it's my final question. Name something a lady cop might do to her husband in the bedroom. <laughs> My initial answer on the family feud was cut his penis off. That's what I said. I hit the buzzer. That's what I was You said thinking. it was such conviction. Name something a lady cop might do to her husband in the bedroom. Cut his penis off. You know what? Because I, I was thinking about uh, the ex-husband 1A because he had served some papers on me, and I was already mad mm -hmm. when I hit the buzzer, and I said, cut his penis off. You know how many young boys got scared when they heard that? Hell yeah. yeah. That's why you have to teach a young man to be secure. Anybody okay. that was secure, their penis was not twitching. Okay. See? Did your penis switch? No. Well, yeah, I said that. It See, doesn't move Well, it don't so work, it but uh, aside from that. <laughs> I had to go back and listen to the question again. I was like, did I miss the question? <laughs> what was the I question? Know. Steve Harvey goes, Shuri, Shuri, uh, don't, don't be uh, uh, doing your therapy on this show. <laughs> You don't work out your marriage issue, sure. Would you like to re-answer uh, that question? It would, in my head, it would have been cuff him. That was the second Got question. Okay, there we go. It just, you know, I didn't even think about it. So what you heard was, what would you do to husband 1A in the bedroom? Yeah, cut his penis off. Gotcha. So now I got all these people going, this is terrible what you said. And I'm like, I'm a comic, y'all. Stop it with all of the genital people mutilation. People got mad. You know, it's like if you're a comic, you're supposed to tell the emperor he has no clothes. That's what we do as comics. Not turn your phones off and then I'm going to tell you. So right. it's just like, so just like relax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Relax. If you know I ain't going to cut your penis off, you already good. Fine, yeah. There you go. <laughs> All, right, All right, it's Sherry Shepard, y'all. <laughs> Trial and error. Make sure y'all check it out. It's every Thursday right. on NBC. And then Brian Banks is coming out in December at movie theaters near you. Sherry Shepard, it's The Breakfast Yay. Club. Thank you for coming. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Charlamagne, I meant to ask you, how was Catfish Trolls yesterday? Uh, he didn't watch it. I was he doing was my podcast. <laughs> he didn't watch it. He was sleeping. I was typing, actually. I was typing, and uh, I was retweeting what people said. I didn't actually watch the show, though. But Catfish Trolls is a special event that comes on MTV every Wednesday at 10 p.m., I'm one of the executive producers, but we just go out there and we find people who are trolling people on the internet. 
Which is okay. ironic because I've trolled myself. <laughs> oh, so then you know exactly what you I mean. have a lot of expertise in that area. All right. Yes. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Jay-Z. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, let's talk about the Made in America Festival, right? That's in Philly normally. It is going to be in Philly again this year. Now, they had a five-year contract with the city that ended in 2017. They did renew it for one year. But now, a rep for the mayor of Philly has said that this is the last year the festival will be held on the Ben Franklin Parkway. So, Jay-Z and Rock Nation, for them, that was news because they had no idea about this previously. Why wouldn't Philly want that money? I'm, I'm sure that concert brings in a lot of revenue. I guess they're saying there's a lot of traffic and it clogs things up. I actually went last year for the first uh, time. Philly, y'all have basketball games, y'all have football games, y'all have baseball games, all those things cause traffic as well. Well, a rep for the mayor said when the festival first started, it was intended to provide a unique attraction to the city. Still On does. the otherwise quiet Labor Day weekend, over the years, tourism has grown and the need for an event of this skill at this location may no longer be necessary. They want more money. That's what it sounds like. I don't know what it is because that is really great for Philly, you know. And Jay-Z has uh, revealed in a statement that they tried to also cancel this year's festival. So I guess that didn't work out. He said, we are disappointed that the mayor would evict us from the heart of the city through a media outlet without a sit-down meeting, notice, dialogue, or proper communication. It signifies zero appreciation for what Made in America has built alongside the phenomenal citizens of the city. That's very disrespectful. this administration immediately greeted us with a legal letter trying to stop the 2018 event. Well, here's the thing. Uh, The name of the festival is Made in America, so they can do that anywhere in America. And I'm sure it's a lot of cities that will open them We'll welcome them with open arms. Where would you like to see it? Chicago would be nice. Oh, I think Chicago nice. would be They great. do a big festival in Chicago, though, don't they? They, they don't do, do made in America. Um, let me see. Chicago, Philly, Detroit. Oh, Detroit would be dope. Detroit would be dope. Detroit would be dope. Why not Detroit? Detroit's a city. Even Houston. Detroit and Houston. They have all these new stadiums there and everything, Exactly. All right. Now, let's talk about Dwayne Johnson. When he was on Watch What Happens Live... He had this to say about your boy Tyrese, whether or not they could ever speak again, make up, or any of the above. We haven't talked at all. And, you know, that whole thing with Tyrese was, it was pretty disappointing um, because I'd been friends with Tyrese for a very long time. Yeah. And, um, you know, I always feel like a beef requires two people to actually jump in it. And it was really one-sided, and, and he had uh, voiced his opinion a lot on social media. <laughs> and he, I, apparently he was going through some stuff, too. Um, in his personal life, but no, we haven't talked, and um, I don't see where we would. And right. To me, there's no need to have a conversation. Yikes. Wow. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wow. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh. Did The Rock just fire Tyrese from Fast and Furious? He sure did. <laughs> <That's> wow. Because <laughs> when I hear it's no need for us to have a conversation, there's no need for us to talk, that means how are we going to work together? Now, let's be very clear. According to Forbes, The Rock is actually the highest paid actor ever on the Forbes list. In history, so wow, uh, he is uh, living his best life. I don't, I, 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 I don't think we're gonna see Tyrese in the next Fast and Furious. Who you think they gonna replace him with? Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, like yeah. Tiffany Haddish, what about Tank? You can do Tank. Tank. I mean, yeah. 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 <sighs> <laughs> All right, Chance the Rapper put out four new singles. What a surprise! He did say he was putting out some new music. Guess it wasn't a whole new album, but he did put out four fresh new singles. Now here's a snippet of the one that everybody's been buzzing about on social media. It's called Workout. <laughs> 
Today I miss my workout, but it worked out. Now I'm missing work now, but it worked out. Had to buy a crib for up on my first house. Had my first kid, I love how she turned out. I love how she turned up, even if I'm burnt out. I'ma have so many seeds, I can have a burnt out. Some love on their mama, I hope it worked out. I hope it worked out. Luckily, my ex ugly. I don't eat, so she can't get no lunch with me. I don't reach, so she can't get in touch with me. Can't be buds with me. Don't know what to be. That sounds dope. It does, but Chance just Chance music makes puppets dance. Like whenever I hear Chance music, I just see a bunch of puppets dancing, like what? Sesame Street characters doing the doing the, the, the in what? my feelings challenge. You know what I'm saying? You can't see a bunch of Sesame Street characters doing the in my feelings challenge to that record. Well, what you don't see that? the puppets dancing when Chance. No, I don't come know on, y'all, come on. Means. I'm not the only no. person. I'm not even high this morning. You don't see the puppets dancing today. Are you sure you're not high? You need to go to your therapist today, bro. <laughs> I see. I'm going Friday. Go Friday. I see puppets dancing to that song. Okay. Yeah, you need to go see yes. a therapist well, today, man. in addition, there's a song, and I would have loved to play I Might Need Security, but there's cursing and the hook all throughout it uh, in the background. That song is dope, too, yeah. Yes, but in that song, he also reveals that he bought the Chicagoist, which is a popular Chicago magazine. And, um, you know, he said, I'm extremely excited to be continuing the work of the Chicagoist, an integral local platform for Chicago news, events, and entertainment. In the song, he says, I bought the Chicagoist just to run you racist bitches out of business. So, that's dope. Listen. I got okay. some issues. I'm going to just buy your ish and take it over. All right. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Yes. Charlemagne. Yes. Who are you giving that donk to? You know, let's talk uh, Let's talk F-Boys, man. It's a young man named, named Kelton in Memphis, Tennessee. This is by far one of the best F-Boy stories I've heard in a long time. Mm. But he needs to come to the front of the congregation. We like to have a word with him. Why you moan like that? I don't know. He made it sound sexy. First of all, that wasn't me moaning. <laughs> that was Angela Yee. Because there's no way that I can talk and moan at the same time. That is absolutely sure? impossible. I always said right? that you were very multi-talented. You hear me talking. I ain't take one breath. You talk about why you moan like that. You know good or well that wasn't me. You did moan. No, I didn't. Well, mm. we can't wait to hear about these F-boys. <laughs> you know what? Jesus don't Christ. get a day's up next, man. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. This don't be a donkey. Because right now you want some real donkey it's time for Donkey of the Day. So if you ever feel I need to be a donkey, man, hit me with the heat. <laughs> Did she get donkey in the day? Please tell me. Absolutely. I have become donkey of the day. At the breakfast club, bitches. You're a donkey. Yes, donkey today for Thursday, July 19th goes to a young man named Kelton Griffin. Now, Kelton is from Memphis, Tennessee. Salute to everyone who listens to us on K97, 97.1 in Memphis. Drop on the clues bombs for K97. Okay. Now, let me tell you something. Whenever I hear women say all men are trash, I'd be like, relax. Okay, all men aren't trash. Just at certain points in our lives, all right? Mostly in our youth, we are trash. Now, don't get me wrong. Some young F-boys only grow physically, not spiritually, mentally, or emotionally. So they grow, grow, grow from F-boys to F-men. But that's another conversation. Today, we are talking about a trash-ass F-boy. Okay, uh, I, I got to give y'all this one, women, all right? You? I couldn't even defend this one if I tried, okay? If a woman says to you, Kelton Griffin is trash after hearing this story, all you can say is, well, I can see why you say that. See, Kelton took a young lady named Faith Pugh out on a date, but in true F-boy fashion, he didn't have a car. But that's cool. You know, Faith got a whip, a nice little black Volvo she's stunting on these hoes waiting in Memphis. So Kelton and Faith went on a date in Faith's car, but Kelton drove, though. Okay, that's the least you can do when you ask a woman on a date, but you don't have a car. 
take the wheel, my brother. Take the wheel. And also, my brothers, don't ask a woman on a date if you don't have a vehicle to pick her up in. Now, if you both agree to meet somewhere cool, you know what I mean? You take your Ubers, your cabs, whatever you got to do, your buses, however you get there. But if you ask her out and tell her you want to pick her up and take her somewhere, make sure you got your own wheels. Borrow a friend's car. Do something. But to ask a woman to take her out and then to tell her you don't got no car and you want to drive hers, that's just a different level of trifling. But Faith earned her name because Faith has taken the first step even when you don't see the whole staircase. In Faith's case, she went on the first date even though she already saw the first sign that he was an F-boy. Would you like to hear how the date progressed? Let's go to WREG Channel 3 CBS for the report, please. Faith Pugh says when her date showed up Saturday, he didn't even bring his own car. Pugh says she knew Kelton Griffin from high school, but hadn't really spoken to him much when he reached out and suggested dinner. They took Pugh's black Volvo. Then Griffin couldn't make up his mind where he wanted to take her. They ended up at this airport area gas station. He asked me, could I go in the gas station for him to get a cigar? Turns out that was a mistake. He just drove off. I came outside and my car was gone. Her mother picked her up. And then she got a surprising message from her god sister. The same man who had just stolen her car had asked her god sister out. I said, okay, well, send me the address to where you at, and I'm on my way and tell him to come on. They used the GPS tracking on her phone to tail him all the way to this drive-in theater, where they say they find Griffin in Pew's stolen car with her god sister on another date. He then he let her drive, so she drove him to the uh, drive-in. He didn't even have any money. She actually paid their way to get in the drive-in just so I could get my car back. They called police. Griffin was arrested on the spot. <laughs> Kelton asked Faith to go on a date, didn't have a car, took her car, pulled up to a gas station, told her to go get him a cigar, and drove off, picked up another woman, made that woman drive him to the movies and paid for the movie. Sheesh. Drop on the clues bombs for Kelton. I'm a, I'm a stern believer that whatever you are, be the best at it. And Kelton is one of the greatest F-boys of all time. I must say the F-boy I used to be is proud of this young man, but the man I've become is disgusted because I'm the type of person, I like to plan all the way to the end. Of course, your good plan is never God's plan for you, but, you know, you can at least attempt to plan all the way to the end. And in the case of Kelton, he didn't think this through because what I want to know is, how was you going to return Faith's car? What were you going to say to her after you just drove off, left her in a gas station? Like, what did you think was going to happen? But here's the thing, Kelton. You know, uh, he, he is who he is. See, Kelton got arrested for robbing a Shoney's. Think about that. Who robs the Shoney's? They got the fresh food bar, all you care to eat family favorites on Monday, endless seafood on Friday. Like, they literally giving away food. So who takes from a giver like Shoney? Shoney's. Kelton. Let's go back to WREG TV Channel 3 CBS for the report again. In 2016, police say he and two other men ate out and then robbed the restaurant. Robbed the Shoney's after I eat there. We're going to rob this place on a Wednesday after we partake in this endless breakfast for dinner. But, you know, we, we, we did what we had to do. Okay, look, man, Kelton is who he is. He's a grimy F-boy, okay, who can't be trusted on any level. And people like that don't really evolve. All right, there's nothing good in Kelton. Goodness is about character, integrity, honesty, kindness, generosity, moral courage. And more than anything else, it is about how you treat people, okay? Kelton, goodness, nah, okay, goodness is a concept that career F-boys will never grasp, okay? It's the difference between having F-boy tendencies and being an F-boy to the core. Which one do you think Kelton is? Please let Remy Ma give Kelton Griffin the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Still impressed, though. You're impressed. <laughs> still, All right. Still slightly impressed by people who have that kind of uh, 
I wouldn't call it ambition. The courage to do that kind of stuff. Gall. Gall. There you go. Yes, mm-hmm. the unmitigated gall to do that kind of stuff and get away with it. How is he convincing women to do this type of stuff? This sounds like an old Charlemagne trick. Never. Never. <laughs> no, I always goodness. have my own car. <laughs> as, far as, her, as far as her paying for everything, yes. Now, okay. I recall you remember, those days. You, you remember that one time when no, Charlemagne... Okay, you know what? Was Charlemagne right. and Lil Duval walked out on the check? Never, no, not, not never, that time. I never walked out on the check in my life. Okay? I'm talking about when the girl w- wouldn't let him upstairs in her house and they had to... Uh, uh, in the car? Let's not do this now, Envy. That was okay. El Angela's <laughs> friend, actually. That's your friend, too, clearly. That is my friend. <laughs> you know what? Forget, forget it. All right. Friend. So thank you for that talk here today. Up next is Ask Ye, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for Ye, you can call her right now. Now, Ye, we got a guy on the line that wants to talk to you about, he said his friend snitched on him, and he wants to talk to you about how yeah, we should handle it. Yeah, imagine your best friend sends some messages and calls the police on you. That's crazy. Well, yeah. he's on the line. Happens every day, B. He wants to talk to you, so we'll kick it with him and find out what happened when we come back. Ask Ye is next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Tony from Miami. Sounds like you're going through it, Tony, man. What's the matter, Tony? Yo, my best friend just texted all my secrets to my mom. <laughs> to your like, mom? What kind of secrets? Uh, like I like I be having people in my crib and sh- sneaking people in. Okay. Yeah. That's it. I mean, like a lot of. Sh- like how what? Old are you? Tony, what are these secrets that are so bad? Yeah, how old are you? My bad, I'm 26. Oh, yeah, 26. You still live with your mom. Um, so Damn, ye. What are some of the things that, uh, so, some of these secrets? Because it can't just be that people come in the house. I mean, really, that's it. So that's it? That's the secret? I mean, like, tell some my secrets and then I'd be, like, doing drugs and stuff like that in my crib and I'd be, like, stuff like that. Okay, so why did your friend do this and now what? Because he did it because me and him got into a fight because I owe him money. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, if you don't give me this money, watch what I'm going to do. Watch what I'm going to do. And then an hour later, the cops came to my house. And I, and, I, and I asked him if it was if it was him. I asked him if he had anything to do with it. And he said, oh, you, you, you're you going to accuse me of this? Okay, watch, uh, okay, watch what I do. If you accuse me, watch. And then he texted my mom all this shit, Like, oh, you think I, t- I called the cops on you doing drugs? Watch. Nah, I'm going to tell your mom. How long has this been your best friend and how much money you owe him? <laughs> I only owe him 100 bucks. He, and I've been giving him money like every week, 5 to 10 bucks every week. And he's been my best friend. For That's the years. struggle. Yeah. Listen, there's a lot. So this is your best <laughs> friend? I don't think this is your friend for real. <laughs> he don't call the cops on you, snitched on you to your mom. That's your best friend? He's crazy. But I love him. What? Wait, is this your Whoa. best friend or are you guys dating? Oh, your lover. Nah, nah, this is my best friend. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it really is, number one. So now what? What's the problem now? The cops got called. Your mom knows all your secrets. Now what? Everything's out there. I don't even know what to do. I guess I should just, like, end that, right? Well, first you need to get a job. That's what you. That's the first thing. Do you have a job, sir? Yeah, I'm on my way to work right now. Where you work at? Supermarket. Okay, so he's he's got a job. Got a job. All right. <laughs> you got to. That's what you got to do. Sa- save money. Get out your mom's house, so that way you can smoke and drink in your own apartment, and that way you can pay your friend back five dollars. Thank a you, week Ask Envy. For for thirty six months. <laughs> but but Tony, baby, you got to get your <laughs> life together, okay? Uh, thank you. Yeah, I love y'all. Okay. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Everyone call up. No judgment. <laughs> no judgment here. Let's go to the next line. Hello, who's this? 
Hi, this is Sarah. Hey, Sarah. What's your question for you? Okay, I'm in a one in a year, um, a year and a half relationship mm-hmm. with my boyfriend, and he told me he cheated. Ooh. And then to find out the girl is pregnant. Mm. So my question is, like, he told me the truth, and I do love him, but due to the fact that she's pregnant, I don't think I'm gonna stay in a relationship. Okay. I feel like this. I've seen this work out, and I've seen people say, and it's really the ball is in your court, okay? Right. He cheated on you. Obviously, he had to be honest because there's a child potentially coming in this world. He knows 100% that's his baby. I'm not sure because he was like, that's not his, but then again, I think it is his. If it's not his baby, would you still want to be with him? Yes. I mean, I think only time will tell for you, Sarah. Obviously, you know, I'm sure he regrets what he did, and that's a really big, hard lesson to learn. Yeah, he regretted because, like, we still go out, um, and then we're going to go on a trip. So you are still dating him? Yeah, Even after he told you? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Listen, Sarah, I would say this. You know, there's no right or wrong answer to what what you're going to do here. I will say this. Don't worry about what other people think about your situation. Sometimes we get so caught up in being embarrassed about what happened, having to explain things to other people. If you feel like this man is your soulmate or you still love him or you still want to try, I would never tell you not to do that. If you feel like he's learned his lesson, if you feel like you can deal with the fact that he might potentially, worst case scenario, that is his baby, and now you are going to be involved in this child's life, and you're okay with dealing with that because that is going to take some time, you know, that's up to you. Now, if you feel like this is too much for me to handle, and if he keeps on doing things that indicate that he's still a cheater and he hasn't learned, then you have to be willing to walk away and be strong for yourself. Okay. Okay? All right, Angela. Because it seems like you want to be with him. Y'all still going on trips. Yes, I still want to be with him. All right, well, be honest with yourself. Okay. Let him know how you feel. Always communicate. Let him know how you feel all the time. Okay. All right, right. Sarah, good luck. Damn it. Sheesh, I can't, you know. All right. Some real life problems. I don't know if I can stay with somebody that got someone else pregnant, but if you're in love, you do crazy things sometimes. There you go. All right. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. It's Ask Yee time. Hello, who's this? All right, so Angela, check me out. I got a friend we're going to call Boy A. Um, he introduced me to a girl, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, mind you, he, he currently has a baby mama that he's currently with. Okay. You know, so uh, he was trying to throw me under the bus saying, oh, you know, me, myself, like, oh, this guy is a bad guy. You shouldn't date him, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. You know, they, they've had sex once before. Mm-hmm. And then she, she stopped talking to him because she obviously wanted to talk to me. Right. But now he currently is always trying to text her. You know, he Snapchats her saying like, hey, I can't believe you gave this guy a chance, blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, that's so corny. Et cetera. Yeah, and he still is with his baby mama. Currently, they live together, you know. Like, she has no idea he's texting another girl that he's trying to be with or that they even had sex. He's got no idea. So my question to you is, should I be petty and speak down to his level and let her know what's going on, or should I just let it ride? Well, the girl that you're dealing with, she likes you. She's not paying him any attention. Anyway, you consider this guy your friend? 
I mean, yeah, we used to be friends. No, former friend. Because that that is the corniest, most insecure, most hatingest-ish you could be doing. Yeah. And it makes him look so weak. You know what? You should tell him, and she should tell him, you know how weak you look? You you live with your baby mom, and you're in a relationship, and you're trying to throw me under the bus for nothing? You look mad corny. For nothing. Literally, I've never done nothing wrong for him, and he he just got upset that she wanted to talk to me more. I would definitely confront him. Now, as far as interfering in his relationship with... Whatever he has going on, unless that woman is like a good friend of yours and you feel like I need to let her know. Other than that, I don't interfere with that because people get crazy when it comes to things like that, you know. But I would definitely let him know how wacky he looks, how corny he is. And the girl you're dating should tell him as well. Like, yo, you look super whack. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. I wanted to get you guys an advice on it. She should block him. Yeah, she, she recently just blocked him. It took forever and, you know, I almost stopped talking to her because I, I it was a problem. You know, he was always hitting her up, and you know, he, he, she really started to reflect and thought that I was a bad guy. And, and then she just came around and realized he was just jealous. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's mad corny. And guess what? At least you're giving him a reason to be jealous. If you ain't got no yeah. haters, you ain't popping. That's true. That's I don't true. know about that, man. I think you, I think you got haters because you are popping. Hey, that's true. That's very true. That's, hey, what, that's basically what I said. I know, that's why it makes no sense. Why did you just say that? Huh? You said what? Charlamagne, can I ask you a question? Yo, do you need... Uh, I'm going to shoot my shot right now. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. He's flirting. I can't hear you. You're a photographer, he said. Yeah, I see your Instagram, and I'm always like, I want to meet up with Charlamagne and give him some good photos. And, uh, like, for free, man, you know, just to connect with you, man. You're you're doing great for the community. I read your book. It's awesome. Thank you, I sir. I some photos for you, man. Uh, next time I, I beat it with you or I run into you or something like that. Hey, man, next time I see you, I'll let you take a picture of me. All right, man. I <laughs> that was awful. That was all awful. Right, all right, well, thank you for calling, though. <laughs> this guy. All right, ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you got a question for you, you could call her at any time. Now, we got rumors on the way? Yes, you know I'm a big Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang fan. And I'm going to tell you what they have going on. It has to do with Barney's. Okay. We'll get into all that when we come back. Keep it locked. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's the world's most dangerous morning show, The Breakfast Club. Charlemagne the God, Angela Yee, DJ Envy. Angela Yee, I forgot what you were talking about in Rumor Report. Oh, Faith Evans on Drink Champs. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, we told you earlier that Faith Evans and Stevie J got married Tuesday night in Vegas. Mm-hmm. The family's a little upset because nobody was invited, but I guess it was spur of the moment. And according to rumors, they're saying that Stevie J didn't want her to tell family members because he didn't want them to try to change her mind. All right. I will say if family members can change your mind at the last moment, then you probably really don't want to marry that person anyway. Well, the last moment was the first moment, so Mm. it all happened very quickly. All right. Now, Faith Evans was also on Drink Champs previously, and she was talking about the Notorious B.I.G., and one of your favorite topics, Charlemagne, came up. And here's what Nori asked. Did Big E ass? Oh! Really? Well, I guess that depends on who you ask. Oh! I don't know. I'm just saying. He ate mine a few times. Um, I'm happy that Nori and Drink Champs are getting that look, but why is that noose? <laughs> like, I'm trying to figure it out. I mean, for some reason, this clip went viral, and everybody was talking about why? it. Why? So, I don't know. People just Jesus thought it was interesting. Christ. If he was eating it, like, you remember how he ate that bowl of cereal? 
Men big eat bowl ass. Of cereal. Listen, men eat ass, women eat ass, men get their ass ate. I don't see the big deal. Well, you know, it's just a fun mm-hmm. clip. Okay. All right. Now, Gabrielle Union was on Dr. Oz, and she was discussing how she didn't want to hide the fact that she was having fertility issues and how sometimes people will view you in a certain way when you don't have uh, children or it's a struggle. Here's what she said. I, initially, I didn't know what, what the issue was. I, I, got off, I got off birth control. I, was, I got married, and I was ready to start a family. Um, so I was always having these early miscarriages, some through from IVF and some just, you know, naturally, you know, happening on our own. How many miscarriages did you have? I, literally, that's why I lost track. It's, it's somewhere like eight or nine. Yeah, Yikes. the first one was the most brutal because we told people and we were so excited and those dreams were just crushed. And then they just happened in sort of rapid succession over the next few years. Mm, such a difficult thing to discuss. That's why it's hard to ask a woman, like, how come you don't have any kids? When are you going to have kids? Because you don't know what kind of struggles people are going through. And Chrissy Teigen has discussed this as well. So, All right, Melissa Ford. Shout out to our girl, Melissa Ford. She had a really uh, terrible accident. She was driving her Jeep in California, and that's when she was clipped by an 18-wheeler. That 18-wheeler did just keep going, and she has suffered some very serious injuries during that hit-and-run accident that just happened a few weeks ago, but now she is finally walking with the assistance of a walker, and she's going to have to undergo full therapy to to recover. So uh, our girl Claudia Jordan had actually also set up a GoFundMe to help uh, get that together. So far, they've raised over $20,000, so... Uh, Melissa Ford is saying that more people need to go ahead and share that link. So we should do that today as well and contribute to help her out during this time. Absolutely. You know, a lot of us are friends with Melissa Ford. We've come into contact with her. And it's a really tough thing for her to have to go through. She has staples in her elbows and other severe cuts and bruises on her entire body. Salute to the homie Machine Gun Melly, man. Drop one of clues bombs for Machine Gun Melly. Definitely praying for her. We used to actually work at Sirius together and hang out all the time. So I got to make sure we look out for our girl and spread the word. All right, the RZA. He has unveiled a new WooWear collection. That collection will be sold at places like Barney's, Urban Outfitters, um, Zoomies, and also online at WooWear.com. Pretty cute. I'm already looking at some sweatpants that I want to get, so if, if you, you want to do that. If you think I give a damn about WooWear in 2018, then you are absolutely right. Correct. You know I'm about to order me some pieces. They're also going to okay. have their very first <laughs> dedicated WooWear women's line. <gasps> So that's going to be dope. So I'm excited for that. I buy Wu-Wear from Target. I buy it from... If I, I was in some store in L.A. and they had a bunch of Wu-Tang t-shirts and I bought a few. Well, now you can get official Wu-Wear. I'm there. How much is it? Is Shout out to my girl Cinnamon, man, from Wu-Wear. Listen, we worked together at Wu-Wear back in the day, day, when they had Wu-Wear stores in Staten Island. Is it affordable? I ain't been in a Barney's in a long time. They're Ranging like, from 16 to $250. Sixteen to $250. Okay. You can... Hey. That starts with my price point. $16. You're good to go. All right. All right. Here's something else you can afford. Lay's potato chips. They are in, uh, introducing eight new flavors. And that's all going to be inspired by local cuisines from across the country. So it's their Taste of America flavors. They have a Cajun spice, chili con queso, Chesapeake crab based spice, deep dish pizza, fried pickles with ranch, New England lobster roll, pimento cheese, and sweet Thai chili. Not interested. So that's all going to start at the end of the month. Not interested in those artificial flavored potato chips. That's death in a bag. <laughs> it's death. Not interested. All right. Just letting you know it's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and now let's discuss the mayor of Philly. We just told you about the Made in America Festival and the mayor uh, dropping the bombshell that it's the last year the festival will be held on the Ben Franklin Parkway. Well, it looks like there's been some miscommunication. Here is what the mayor had to say about these statements. First of all, I love Jay-Z. 
We love the concert and we want to keep it. We had, there's some operational difficulties on the parkway because of how long it takes to kind of set up and take down. We were in conversations with the people we thought uh, were communicating that to Rock Nation and to Jay-Z. Apparently they weren't. The issue of being the last year on the parkway was in the RFP that was responded to. And since they responded to the RFP and had no complaints, we thought that it was okay to look, you know, look around for some other prominent sites in the city where we could do it. We are in discussion with the right people now, and I'm confident we will work everything out. So are they going to do it in Philly or are they not doing it in Philly? Well, I guess um, this year they are doing it. Okay. That it's happening. So we're talking about in the future after this year. Take it to Detroit, man. But what I guess what he's saying is they want to put it someplace else and not in that specific location. Oh, so keep it in Philly, just in a different location. Right, and I don't know if Jay-Z's with that, so we'll see what happens. But in addition to that, Budweiser has decided to walk away from Made in America as well. Why? And they're the main sponsor. They don't see enough rappers holding Budweiser cans at the festival? according to the VP, they said, we're realizing that music is being consumed in many different ways today, and we want to keep up with trends and how consumers are behaving today. That includes investing more in country music. Yes, because ain't no rappers drinking Budweiser that's, except for Post Malone. That's exactly their point. They said country music fan events spend more on beer. That's a fact. Than other genres of music, so that's why they want to invest their money there. All right. So what, what, what are you cognacs of vodka's going to do? Y'all going to step up and sponsor <laughs> Made in America, Ciroc? Well, if it's a cognac, huh? it's got to be Douce. I can't imagine him oh, having you're right. another cognac. Yeah, Remy and Henny can't even get into that. Yeah, bit. sorry right. guys. It would have to be Douce, <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, you know it would have to be Ciroc, right? Somebody. It has to be. Somebody that, that, that alcohol that rappers and hip-hop actually partakes in more so than Budweiser. And it don't even have to be an alcohol. It could be something else. Heineken. It could be another brand. Rappers drink Heineken. All right. Well, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. Yes. There's nothing on that screen. Or maybe Nutcrackers. Yes. Nutcrackers. Nutcrackers <laughs> ain't got no official brand. <laughs> uh, salute to Revolt. Uh, we'll, we'll see y'all tomorrow, man. And coming up next is the People's Choice Mix, which is actually not a People's Choice Mix. Cause yes, don't, it is. It is not no People's Choice Mix. Envy do not ask nobody for no request. Envy plays what the hell he wants to play when he wants to play it. Okay? Knock it off. Envy ain't took a request in seven years. What's the first right? song in the mix? <clears throat> I have no idea. Because I'm going to request it right now. What is it? <laughs> I don't know. Tell me what it is, drum. Oh, you don't know? Okay, everybody don't know all this. All right. <laughs> all right, you guys, tweet DJ Envy right now. Put in your request. It's the Waste People's your time. Choice Mix. This Waste is your time. choice, your music Waste that your you time. picked. Waste your time, people. It's the Breakfast Club. <laughs>